0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of let me just say this your girl is back on the cam back on the mic with y'all this is season two episode 11 and as always if you haven't heard me before go ahead and run it back we have a whole season one we got 10 other episodes in season two for you to listen to and some of those might explain why i am the way i am today (laughs) let me just say this i have grown so much from last season but occasionally I fall back in my, in my ways. So this episode is actually going to be the story time of when I keyed that man's car. Now, hear me out, okay? I'm not crazy, I promise. There's a reason why I did it and we're gonna talk about it today because the real bigger topic of today's episode is actually triggers. Because when I say I was triggered, I was triggered so bad and I didn't even realize until after the fact how much um, it was. So we're just going to go ahead and get right on into it. So I want to preface this with explaining where I was at at the beginning of the year. Um, If you listened to season one, you know that I was kind of outside. I had gotten out of a bad breakup. I was, you know, doing my thing and I had a roster. And towards the end of the year, around November-ish, I decided to cut off all my hoes. Okay. I was like, listen, not all of you guys are going to make it into 2023. I'm moving different. I want to be intentional because my mindset was like, okay, I think my heart is like soft enough and I'm healed enough that I can open up and give to somebody again. So I was like, 2023, I want to meet my person. So of course I can't do that if I have all these distractions and honestly, people who were not assets to me. So lo and behold, none of them made it. (laughs) None of them made it. But if you listen to this season's episode, um, I'll put it in the, in the notes, but it was basically the, I got played episode, how I, I talked about meeting a guy and him turning out to be an ain't shit man. And that feeling of wanting to get my lick back or that my that feeling of like feeling disrespected or feeling played or just feeling like I can't believe you would treat me like that that feeling really 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 played a big part into why I reacted the way I did to this situation that resulted in me king this man's car now <laughs> i would give nicknames and stuff but Maybe I will. Maybe I will give some nicknames (laughs) in this episode. So basically I met a guy shortly after I stopped dealing with the bad guy. I met another guy. Okay. We're going to call him Baller Boo. (laughs) I met Baller Boo and I really was on some like kicking it, chill shit. He was cute. I like the banners. Okay. We'll do, we'll do this, but it's a very complex situation. So I kind of set myself up from the jump to be like, okay, don't get your feelings all invested because of X, Y, and Z. Don't put yourself in the position again to be disrespected. So I didn't, and it was cool kicking it. Very nice. Um, However, and this is going to be another story time for another day, but my best friend is dating someone he knows, okay? Familiar relationship. And so when they finally met, her and that guy, she had a game night. She hosted us, me and Baller Boo. And at the time it was cool, all sweet. Caked up like a mug, like caked up, and really, I do that because I'm very affectionate. And let me get some lick in me. I'm trying to touch you, boy. Come over here and let me put my hand on your thigh. Like literally, that's exactly how I am. Very affectionate, very soft, very loving girl. Mind you, I'm still in the mindset of okay, well, he not my man. Um, we just kicking it because da da da. But <laughs> I still do stuff like that, right? A little bit of PDA. I like a little bit of PDA, and I only say this to say because that knowing that what I what I learned made me feel dumb that I was even like over here caking up with this man you know what I'm saying so basically we were there we were I think we were playing spades or something and I got a phone call and it was another friend and she's like hey where you at who are you with and I tell her she's like I need you to step aside go somewhere private I have something important to tell you so I go get on the phone and she's like um I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, uh, it's about you. And so I was like, all right, what's up? Another girl that I know, cool girl. We had cool interactions. We hung out before, know her. She gets on the phone. She's like, yo, we messing with the same dude. She was like, same girl. Like literally we are messing with the same man. I just saw him last night um, and I just had to tell you. And we want to come up there and confront him. And I was like, yo, you're not coming to my best friend's house. Um, You're not going to fuck up her feng shui. However, stay on the phone because we can just, you know, confront him like that. So I pull Boo outside. And mind you, I take him outside to the front. My best friend has a ring camera. She sent me the footage. <laughs> she sent me the footage. And it, it was very much so like me the way I went about it. I had the girl on the FaceTime <laughs> and I put it in his face. <laughs> and it's funny because he walked outside and he said, "Yo, this sound like a setup or this looked like a setup. And, oh, I'm thinking Yannick excuse me, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to refrain from saying the N word on the podcast, but mm, we're going to talk about that later day. Anyway. um, <laughs> So, um, I hold up the phone to his face and I'm like, so y'all know each other? Like, what's up? You know her? And she's on the phone. She's talking her shit to him as well. And we confront him get off the phone. And I I know like for the life of me, I would not be able to keep a straight face. I wasn't going to be able to go in there and just fake it. And I was going to ruin the night. So I made up an excuse to leave. He drove. So he had to drive me home. And I didn't want my best friend to drive me because she's with this guy that she's really, you know, into. And so I'm like, I'm not going to ruin her, her moment. He could take me home. So I had him take me home. She knew nothing of what went on until after and so I live on the other side of the city it's like 20 minutes when I first got in the car I was thinking like yo I'm just gonna pay this nigga dust oh I did it oh well (laughs) I was like I'm just about to pay this nigga dust I'm not even going to I'm just gonna sit in silence and let him take me home and I'm gonna block him and never talk to him again because that's really the if you know me you know and if you listen to season one you know like Once I'm, I'm, I'm the queen of just blocking and forgetting that a man or anybody exists. Right. However, keep in mind, I'm still like low key recovering. Not that it was super deep, but I'm still kind of recovering from feeling disrespected by, by the other guy. Right. So by the time we get on the highway, I was just going to be like, I'm going to sit here, pay him dust. but. The cause got to turn in and the thoughts got to thinking. And <laughs> I was just like, I just think it's funny how like I'm literally like asking questions. So you thought I wasn't going to know. You're so silly. You're dumb. Like why? And I morphed. When I tell you I'm soft, I'm lover girl. I'm soft, mushy. But when I feel disrespected, I'm really not the one to play with. I'm very much so a sweetheart who doesn't play about her respect. And I just morph into a whole nother person. I think even my voice changes. I'm like, yo. Now I'm on my, now I'm really on my ninja shit. Like now I'm really, really, really about to, to just be on your ass. And so I was the whole ride and <laughs> I knew I was unhinged when we were on the highway. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to fuck him up right now. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you could kill us both right now. <laughs> like, and so I'm like, okay, wait, just, just wait, just wait. He gets here, parks. And as he's parking, I made up in my mind, like, when he was pulling up onto my street that I, I was probably going to go off on him. As soon as he like stopped the car, as soon as all violent motion had stopped, I was finna go off. So I knew as he's parking, I call my other best friend. And I put him on the phone and I said, Hey, I just need you on the phone for a witness. <laughs> so I set him up in the door. And as soon as that car got in the park, baby, <laughs> I was throwing, hands elbows knees toes I was throwing everything I could throw anything I could grab I remember reaching he has a bunch of change in his console I remember reaching into the console throwing a change I'm just throwing pennies um <laughs> it was some spray bottle I was spritzing them like and I'm throwing hands like I'm throwing hands, <laughs> mind you and I'm going crazy I don't even remember what I was saying like I I really feel like I blacked out because I kind of don't remember most of it and I was probably just saying, like, you probably, like, you bitch, I can't believe you did it. Da, 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 da. I'm going off, in the car, going off. And <laughs> I just thank God that he's the type of man that restrains and not, like, he don't beat bitches up. Because if I would have, if I would have done that to the Batman, he probably would have beat me up. And I really believe that because he just that type, he's my little sis. So he looked like he fight women. Anyway, that's besides the point. I'm, I'm sorry. Anyway, this is the type of man who restrained. So he restrained me, right? <laughs> my glasses flew off my face and I had to get him to let me go. He's like, you're not going to hit me. I'm like, no. So... <laughs> Um, and the whole time my best friend's on the phone and he's like, Anaya, get out the car, Anaya, get out the car, get out the car. And I'm like, nah, 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 So I pick up my glasses. Once he lets me go, I put them on my face. I have my house keys in my hand and I look down at him as soon as I open the door and I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm going to key his shit." Uh I was like, yeah. And I think I turned to him and told him, like, yeah, I'm finna key shit. <laughs> and mind you, I had also been drinking. Like I had a drink. I, I took a shot. Like I was I was tipsy or buzzed, but I wasn't drunk. And basically, I I looked at him, I'm finna key shit. Swipe, swipe, key his shit. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. Slam the door. Walk upstairs. Austin's still on the phone and I'm talking. I'm like, I can't believe this nigga really gonna play in my face. I ain't gonna have somebody calling my phone? Da da I get up here. I go to the bathroom. I set the phone up. Austin can see me. I'm banging on the counter. I'm like, the next man who tried me gotta die. The next man who tried me gotta die. Like literally I was livid. I popped like literally off, off to the point where I had never been that mad or I hadn't been that mad in a long time, right? And so
1: we ended up talking on the phone, me, me and Baller Boo, after the fact, to like, I guess, talk about what had occurred. Um, and I just remember being on the phone thinking to myself, like, I don't even understand why I answered. Like, you
0: just, uh, you, you, you dubbed me, and I still picked up the phone for you. I did all that, and I still picked up the phone. And I remember telling him, because he was like, yo, that's wild. I can't believe you did that. I was like, I'm sorry for keying your car. I'm not sorry about how I feel. Um, and I'm going to talk about that a little later. The whole thing about feelings and triggers and not feeling guilty for feeling how I was feeling. I don't. I, I think being upset was warranted
1: for sure because I was disrespected um how I reacted though was completely unwarranted
0: right and in the moment it's hard I remember talking to someone and she was like you shouldn't have done that you shouldn't have done xyz and I'm like it's easier said than done when someone triggers you or when someone pushes a button and they might not even know they're pushing that button but once that shit is pushed it's over sometimes like sometimes You like you fly off the fucking handle and you can't come back. All rationale is out the fucking window because you really pushed me to a point where I can't be rational. Like I'm really I don't know because everything that I was feeling came flooded back. So not just how I felt when I was disrespected by the by the first guy this year, but also how I felt when I was disrespected by my ex. If you know that story, then you know how disrespectful that shit was and in both of those both of those occasions i never got a showdown i never had my moment really you know like we had words but in both of those instances i hadn't been in, in a space where i could look them in their eyes and confront them so I, I never got my lick back <laughs> i never got my lick back and i know i say don't get your lick back It's in the aftermath of getting your lick back, you're just going to look dumb. However, and it's not going to do anything for you. However, you know, in the moments that I was upset with my ex and with the other guy, I was like, yo, I wish I could have got my lick back. And God saved me really with my ex that I never did get the lick back. Cause I probably wouldn't even be here. I probably would have went to jail like dead ass. I would have went to jail. I was, I would have went to his house and fucked up all his shit for sure. I would have, I would have had a mugshot baby. So these are feelings that I never really got to deal with. I mean, not necessarily because I'm over my ex, of course, that other guy. Oh, he was a dub. I found out what he was doing after we, I cut him off. You feel me? However, that feeling of being disrespected is attached to the anger that I felt and the things that I wanted to do. So while my reaction was so over the top. He was getting a dose of what I wanted to give to them.
1: And I talked to my friends about it. And they're all like, yeah, that you were triggered. And I
0: don't, I'm not proud of it. Like, it's not cute to keep people's car. It's not cute to do shit like that. It's not fun he could have called the police on me like he could have like I said he could have been the type of man that that hits women and I'm and we would have just been in there scrapping right it was reckless it was reckless but I think the thing that people have to understand about like I said when when that button is pushed out the window all rationale out the window but after the fact and I'm raking through these things I'm recognizing okay this really was is a bigger issue And I ended up apologizing for that several times. Um, There is a plot twist with this story, but we're not going to talk about it.
1: (laughs) We're not going to talk about it. Um, But it's good now. Right? Everything's copacetic.
0: But I had that moment. And so I did key that man's car. Shouldn't Shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it. I regret it wholeheartedly um but it opened my eyes to something that i didn't realize really was a problem so in talking about triggers i had a very insightful conversation with my best friend today about knowing when you're ready to be with someone knowing when you're ready to be open and honest about how you feel um if you're even in a space, like, because I, I came into this year thinking, okay, I'm ready to find my man. But I'm like, am I really in a space to be with someone genuinely? I think I am still. I mean, I know
1: I am, right? However, this is a thing that I have to deal with before I can get there. Um. But
0: triggers can come from anything. Triggers can be childhood, it can be relationship, it could be Work related. It could be anything. And it's like, I told her, it's like smelling a smell in a memory is like
1: jogged. When something happens, even if it's a minute thing, like say, for example, a person who has been cheated on sees that the new partner has gotten a text from someone.
0: And it kind of looks like it could be risky, right? Might not even be, might be platonic, might be a family member, might be whatever. That feeling though, might be tied to something else that they have been through, been through in the past.
1: And all of a sudden it's a trigger. Now, things like that are wholeheartedly up to you. How,
0: how much you let it affect you and especially how you react. Um, there are people who will intentionally push those buttons, even if they know what your triggers are. There are people who don't know though. And there are instances like that, which are just completely like, completely just random occurrences that all of a sudden put you emotionally in a space that you were in that was negative. And now your mood's changed or now you, your actions might change. And mind you, I'm not crazy. I don't go around keying cars. I'm not the one to play with. Don't get me wrong. I am not the one to play with. However, I never thought in my life that I would do something like that. But I flew off the fucking handle and I'm like, why did I go so hard? Like and and mind you, like I said, this is somebody I'm just kicking it with. We're cooling. We're not committed to each other. You know what I'm saying? I had no reason other than being feeling disrespected to to pop off in general and I absolutely had no reason to go that hard outside of
1: like I said feeling like I was put back in a space that just dredged up all these emotions and
0: you don't have to feel bad like I said for how you feel you just have to recognize that's something you have to heal you can't be with people in any capacity right even if you're just kicking it even if you're friends with benefits or it's a situationship, which I don't recommend. Hey, we got an episode about that, season one. Um, Or be it someone that you're exclusive with or you're dating for real.
1: You, you have to heal those wounds. I told someone that, and I spoke about this before, it is easier to put on the armor that you use to protect yourself right then taking it off a lot of people don't know what it took to take it off
0: so in any capacity that you're dealing with someone if if there's any level of intimacy or friendship or anything you're taking off a little piece of armor if what is underneath isn't healed if you got wounds still bleeding underneath Someone might accidentally bump it or someone might scratch at that and now it's getting deeper. Now it's getting worse because you never dealt with what was going to trigger you in the first place and you absolutely didn't deal with how you responded. You can't control what's going to trigger you. You can control how you respond. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm in that situation again, I cannot do that. Can't. I have to use my words. I have to show that I'm emotionally intelligent, that I don't just have to fly off the fucking handle when somebody pisses me off or does something that reminds me of somebody else's poor decision-making.
1: So I feel, (laughs) like I said, my feelings were valid, but they weren't all about him. They were things that I should have dealt with already. and um, it really just had me thinking like, damn, in what ways do I need to get better? In what ways can I heal myself and fix myself? Like what work needs to be done so that I'm not reacting like that. And this
0: applies to so many different situations. You know what I'm saying?
1: I'm a big, big, big supporter of uh, introspection and accountability. Taking accountability that I was wrong. Looking within like, okay, what caused this for me?
0: What am I going to do so I'm better? What am I going to do so that next time my decisions don't jeopardize anything? My life or anybody else's or whatever you know um if you are someone who struggles and I will say I'm going to speak from the
1: love perspective as a person who has felt like pain from people that I thought I could trust you have to consider you know, in what ways am I going to be
0: able to let these things go or in what ways can I, I mean, like let these things go so that the next person I'm with won't have to suffer or won't have to feel the back, the backlash or the, the
1: aftermath of what somebody else did to me. Um, I'm a big person with like honesty.
0: Trust is big for me. Those are things that I have to have. So I know if they're not in play, now I'm feeling crazy. And that's why in the I Got Played episode, I was like, yo, I felt so crazy. I felt irrational. I didn't feel like myself. And here I am realizing, okay, that too was a trigger. Seeing certain things. That and I know, like I said, I've never been a jealous girl. I've never been like the let me go press that girl, cause the, never been that girl. Never was the girl to look through phones. I'm still not, but still, right. It's the things that you go through <laughs> that kind of mold how you move in the future. And sometimes when you see something,
1: it's just like you jump to a conclusion, or you might whatever. Those are all ways that you're being triggered. So.
0: And and also, you can trigger yourself. Sometimes your mind and your thoughts, you're in your own fucking head. You're in your own head about shit. Don't even know what you're talking about. Triggering yourself. Like making yourself suffer. And for what? If you are struggling to handle triggers or if you find yourself in a situation like me where Something happens and you act completely outside
1: of your character. I really want you to think about why. I really want you to think about and be intentional too. Be
0: intentional with it. It's not like an overnight thing and it's not easy to heal yourself. It's not easy to fix whatever wounds that you have. But the first step is seeing it and recognizing it and moving in a way that says that you love yourself, like move in a way that says, I love me. So I'm going to fix those things that I know push me to a negative space. Um, I'm going to fix those things that I know make me behave in a way that really isn't reflective of of my heart and my mind.
1: Um, and like I said, if you're going to have someone in your life in whatever capacity, Those things have to be handled. They have to be handled. Um, You have to figure out how you're going to heal so that you're not exhibiting those same behaviors. Um, And as always, protect your heart. Protect your heart and manage your expectations. Manage your expectations.
0: Always. So that way when shit happens, it's not so much of a shocker. Or it, it's it doesn't hit as hard like literally because maybe sometimes you dive in and you ain't really been protecting your energy and your heart like like you should that trigger gonna really it's gonna pop off even harder than it really should have in the first place it was i know that was a lot i hope that wasn't like too heavy in the end but genuinely i really had a moment I was like damn i am triggered I had a moment I was triggered and I'm human. So the the wrongs have been righted. I'll say that. And I hope that someone, if this is uh, relatable to you, that it was helpful or give some sort of like insight, advice, 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 advice. <laughs> That's all I got for today. Um, thank you as always for listening. Thank you as always for supporting i really appreciate you guys um if you are not following the youtube page go ahead and follow it okay the link will be in the instagram bio if you're not following on instagram what come on that's where the gang congregates go on scurry over there follow on the instagram page um the links are all over there and until next time
1: i'll catch you on the flip side